person? Uh, Amaryllis. <laughs> I had to up my meds just to finish this. <laughs> you know, I was looking at Gwen Shamblin. Mm-hmm. Vision. Looking that that vision in anorexia and hairspray. Wow. And it kind of reminded me of me in 1989 as a senior. Did it really? <laughs> Not the anorexic part. <laughs> just, just the hairspray part. Just the hairspray part. Yeah. Yeah. But, but honestly, I I guess when you compare it, I kind of look more like, you know, Cher in the 70s. Right. Relative to Gwen Shamblin's The Higher the Hair, The Closer to God Can I tell situation. you my favorite Gwen Shamblin do? Okay. And it's one I like to call the Trump. Um. <laughs> If you'll notice, there are there are scenes where maybe she didn't get enough botulism injected into her forehead. Correct. Yeah. And so there's a small side piece that she would pull over. I'm doing it for Amaryllis here. And she would glue it <laughs> right. She would yes. glue it right here. It's quite similar to Trump. It's quite similar to Trump. And she would just kind of wrap it. It would almost connect to her eyebrow. And you knew it wasn't part of a bang. No, it's almost like she used museum wax to situate it. Something. It was something else. Epoxy, Epoxy. maybe. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. Um, like that adhesive that pageant girls wear. Yes. Um, so that their bathing suits stay in place. Yes. Um, and to be a woman of God. Okay. Yeah. Let's just, let's think about this. And especially with Gwen, as, as we start to tell y'all about yeah. this documentary you're going to find out that Gwen is really receiving a lot of messages from God, okay? Special revelation is what we call it. Special revelation. One he did not give her was to separate her curls. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I do not believe that it is God's will for any woman to walk around like that. She had that special, she had that beach wave slash... Mm-hmm. completely stiff hairdo. It was like she just pulled the rod out and went. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. So many, so many hairstyles yes. she Friends, had. Friends, of course, we're talking about the way down. The way down. <laughs> <laughs> and, guys, this is On the Dock. I'm Amaryllis. And I am Misty. We're world famous. Misty, this week, you know what has happened this week? I do We know. went from tens and tens of listeners yes. to twenties and twenties of listeners. Y'all? I cannot thank our listeners enough in Norway, number one. (laughs) I don't know if y'all received the news. We're number 42 in Norway. In the after shows category. In the after shows category. Okay. So once Norway is done listening to their podcast that they enjoy in their own language, their own Norwegian language. The first 41. The first 41. Yeah. Then they say, let's listen on the dock. It's time for on the dock. Yeah, and we really finish it out for them. Yeah. I was going to attempt a Norwegian accent right there, but then I decided that might be offensive, so I didn't. I don't even know if Norwegians have their own language or if they speak English. Um, sadly, I know they, that I don't know what the language is in Norway. Nor- <laughs> Norway, we love you. But in I whatever know they language. Speak English, so. Do they speak English? Well, no, not natively, but everybody I didn't think in the so, world natively. speaks English. You know what they say, Misty. Three languages are trilingual, two languages are bilingual, one language you're American. I'm American. How many languages do you speak? 
just the one. And How many I, languages do I speak? And I also speak a little bit of redneck, so I count that as well. That is fair. Yeah. That is that requires translation very often. Well, because when I when I go to the grocery store, I get a buggy. <laughs> Not <hard. laughs> No. So I count that. Okay. Well. All right. There you have it. I was gonna try to um, kill some time until I found out what the official language in Norway is. Uh, apparently, it's called Sami. Oh. And Norwegian. Well, Sami's <laughs> Norwegian is... makes sense because it's from. <laughs> And here what in Alabama, they speak in Norway. Hmm. Norwegian. Norwegian. <laughs> and here in um, Alabama, Sammy's is a great gentleman's club. Well, yes. Not that not I've ever. The same, not that I've ever visited. You've heard. I've heard of. You've heard. Yeah. All right. Let's. Um... <laughs> Do you have a ghost? <laughs> I think it was Rhett trying to come down. Maybe. Oh. All right. Um... The way down. The way down. Here we go. It's the story of Gwen Shamlin. Yes. And the Remnant Fellowship. And they're in Brentwood, Tennessee. It's a huge 40-acre campus. Brentwood is, um, if you're from these parts, from the Deep South, you know Brentwood, Tennessee. Can it's I tell you? all the country music stars live. No. No, I don't. Oh, you didn't know? No, because let me tell you, I was like, was, was she neighbors with OJ? No, that's Brentwood, California. I know. Now I know. <laughs> It took me watching it two times. And the second time I watched it, I was like, well, this doesn't look like California at all. The whole time I watched it. And then I watched it the second time to take notes. And I was like, oh, well, that's why that man's a farmer. Did you not hear her accent? She talked just like this. I thought she was a transplant. Okay. <laughs> Listen, people in California believe that we Southerners, by virtue of our accent, have about a 35-point IQ drop well, yeah. once we begin to speak. Well, there's no telling what they think mine is. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might believe it, but it's not, I mean, obviously. Obviously, the wisdom yeah. I shoot out. I mean, look, we just, we're smart enough to Google that Norway's language. It's Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. So take that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Brentwood, Tennessee. It's like a, it's a super high end area of really, yes, of Nash Vegas. Yes, okay. it is like it's where all the country music stars live, all the celebrities in that part of the world live there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she set out. It's very white bread. Lots of churches because it is the Deep South, right? And they had this forty acre compound, basically, right? Property where she built this giant church, but. That's not how she started out. That's not how she started out. Let's talk about Gwen's beginnings. Let's talk about Gwen's beginnings. Okay. And um, Gwen was just a a good old gal that believed that instead of using diet and exercise to lose weight, you could just um, pray that weight away. Pray the fat away. Pray the fat away. And... um, pretty much said that you didn't have to eat until you could hear your body growling. Correct. For it. Yeah. Um, I was under the understanding that means that you are starving. <laughs> <laughs> By that point, you might be faint. By that point, your blood sugar drops. <laughs> but Gwen said, this is the cry of your hunger. And even then, you don't even have to eat. She 
she mass marketed this wonderful innovation Mm -hmm. that we know of as portion control portion control yes yeah um intuitive eating right when your body wants food you You eat eat. i mean Mm -hmm. that's just like that's what our ancestors did right right because they typically weren't bored right Mm -hmm. so when they got hungry right but she was like but then she couched it in a faith-based way, and boy, did we Christians fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. Ate it up. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the Christian community, which you and I are both part of, mm-hmm. can be very gullible. Right. And um, and when you live in a culture where there is such a problem and such an emphasis placed on your weight, mm-hmm. then, I mean... It's just another money-making scheme for that. That's going to use God as its bait. Well, and she was ingenious in the fact of teaching these people that the outward um, symbol of holiness was thinness. And so, when, I can't even tell you how problematic that is. When you feel that way, you think, "Well, gosh, if if I'm carrying a couple of extra pounds, they're going to think I don't love God enough." It's so problematic. I, I do. I remember um, a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, who I just, I love so much and I trust her and I, I, I she's just amazing. Um, she was like, let's do way down. She was For like real? a fitness, you know, she was like a fitness freak and she had had a couple of babies and she mm-hmm. wanted it. So she called like three or four or five of us and was like, let's do way down. Yeah. Um, and in her mind, the message was, real and it is true you know very often you use food someone who's overweight and i speak as someone who's overweight you you use food to it's sort of it's, it's your drug of choice mm-hmm. right some people love alcohol some people love meth some people just what and it doesn't even matter what kind of food it is just something comfort it's a comfort yeah yeah and so the concept is let's let's trade this comfort for the comfort Right. God. Mm -hmm. Capital letter C. Right. Right. And that makes sense for Mm -hmm. us Christians. We don't ever want to put anything above God. Right. And um, and so my sweet friend was like, this is a great message. Let's let's incorporate this. What it doesn't allow for is biology. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't allow for is physiology and it doesn't allow really for Mm -hmm. psychological problems maybe that you might have while you're, you know, psychological history you know your childhood your traumas your ptsd whatever that you might have it doesn't account for that it simplifies your weight problem basically to you're being disobedient right and your disobedience is showing on your body Mm -hmm. and that means you can't be a leader you must not love god Mm -mm. you must not be holy and so what does that do then for your for how you you feel your about God yeah. and your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself. Do you want to embrace a God that rejects you? Mm-hmm. And so it's so problematic. It's more than just, why don't you pray when you're hungry? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and then it also becomes another works-based faith. Yes. It's you have to work hard enough to lose this weight. Yeah. But then again, she doesn't even give you a healthy way to do it because right. she says, you don't have to exercise. You can eat whatever you want to. She said... You just can only eat a teaspoon of it. Yes. Basically. I remember my friend saying that. She was like, if you're hungry, 
eat a Twinkie if that's what you want, but only do it if you're hungry. Right. We're talking about a woman who compared her system to Holocaust, Holocaust survivors. survivors. Yeah. yeah. So she said Holocaust survivors it's a or, or, method. Or, or, or prison camp prisoners, they didn't eat. What happened when they didn't eat, Misty? They all lost weight. Well, that's genius. Genius. And she said that's proven. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, duh, when when they starved to death. If I had, of course, back then, when I did this, it was pre-internet and texting and, of course, well before iPhones, so you couldn't look anything up. But Mm -hmm. if I had known that she had ever breathed a word like that, I mean, book burning I would have had. And this is a woman who went to college for nutrition. To be a nutritionist. She called herself a health expert. Yeah, she knew the science behind yeah. health and weight yeah. and things well you know what the science is calorie restriction yeah you're going to lose weight with right. calorie restriction right but you can't and that's biology i mean that's simple that's starvation simple science yeah. yeah simple science you don't eat your when i had covid i didn't eat at all i mm-hmm. lost 23 pounds in two weeks because there was no food inside my body right and you will yes guess what happened when i started eating and i got better you put you gained the weight back <laughs> Yes. yes, that's what happens. Yeah. But when you when you position it as a spiritual battle, um, and certainly you know fighting some of these inner demons and sort of getting your mind straight and understanding the reasons why you overeat mm-hmm. can be a, a, a spiritual battle. But um, the way she couched it was, all you got to do is pray. Well, and you have to you have to imagine that many people who struggle with weight whether it be genetics, whether it be an addiction, whether it be, you know, whatever, they have a disability and aren't able to move the way that they should, Mm -hmm. already struggle with self-loathing a lot of times. And you put on top of that, that not only are you hating the way that you feel or you hate the way that you look in certain clothing Mm -hmm. or you hate the way that you look to certain people, now God hates the way you look? Your supposed comforter. Who is supposed to accept you regardless, who doesn't see the outside but Mm -hmm. sees the heart. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking, really, when you break down what she said, because it's not just the message of, hey, let's fill that emptiness. So then what happens is she says, if you don't do this, if you don't pray Mm -hmm. and ask God to do this, you're being disobedient. Right. You're not replacing that idol, the food idol, mm-hmm. the weight idol with God. Mm-hmm. And so that's putting another God before God, right? Right. So now you're being disobedient. Mm-hmm. And so what happens when you're being disobedient? You get punished. You get punished. Mm-hmm. Terrible things start happening to you. Mm-hmm. This God of retribution mm-hmm. will begin to bring your world down. Right. And uh, in their church... Well, let's. I, I, I'm not gonna. That's jumping. I won't jump. But that that's sort of their mo there. Right. Is, but people bought into this, oh. and this woman made a ton of money. She was very, very successful. Very, very, successful. very successful. And a lot of these women did lose enormous amounts of weight. They didn't eat, Misty. Yeah, they were starving themselves. <laughs> they didn't eat. I mean, they. She basically taught them how to have an eating disorder. She one hundred percent taught them how to have an eating disorder. Well, you know, you have that lady. I, I can't. I didn't write down her name, but she was the one who was very overweight, and mm-hmm. she had gone up and down in her weight. And right. she was one of the main people in this documentary. She talked about that. She said, 
I lost 157 pounds, but it was calorie restriction. Right. And then you, that's not maintainable. No. That's not a way to maintain. You can't Mm-mm. do that. No. It's not something that lasts forever. Yeah. So Gwen becomes really successful mm-hmm. with this, with this crazy message that we Christians, again, bought hook, line, and sinker. Yes. Um, and she, be, she, I mean, she builds this entire empire. And like it. with most things that, you know, where you're selling an idea, she basically would retell the same idea in different forms. And so she had many, many different Bible studies. She had um, workshops. She had um, all of these books and cassette tapes and different things, videos. So she just kept raking it in, selling the same crap in different boxes. They didn't test her. No, they didn't care. They just, they didn't care. Yeah. 14,000 churches in, in 70 countries. And you know what really got me? They show a little clip from, I think it was maybe Dateline or something. And she became very, like she got a lot of notoriety. She did. She got a lot of notoriety. And they're doing this thing where they're going through a bookstore. And I'm thinking, well, this is crazy. I'm thinking to myself, surely this is the only woman who has thought of such an idea. <laughs> they're going through there. There are a lot of books about this, yeah. like that people have come up with this idea. One of my favorite was um, a book called What Would Jesus Eat? <laughs> <laughs> Some locusts. Uh, I'm sorry. One time he didn't eat for 40 days. Are you <laughs> suggesting that? Because that'll get you killed. He probably quick. lost weight. He probably <laughs> lost weight. That'll get you killed. He probably lost weight. Um, yeah. And um, We yeah. would call that a diet. You would call that a diet. Yeah. And I'm going to say he had a lot of a lot of fish. Probably. Probably. Yeah. He walked a lot. Walked a lot. I mean. Um, carpenter. So lots of exercise. Carpentry. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do a Jesus fitness, just get yourself a pair of sandals and Easy. a hammer. And a fishing rod. Please, let's write a book. I, I'm going to. Why haven't we thought of this before? Yeah, I am. And mine's going to be called... The fishing Carpenter Diet. No, not mine. Are you ready for what mine's yeah, going to be what? called? It's going to be called, What Did Jesus Not Eat? <laughs> and that's going to be my diet because I don't think I eat anything that Jesus ate. She says while well, she's got a Mountain Dew right in front of her. This Mountain Dew right here. <laughs> <laughs> he did not drink Mountain Dew. I'm going to tell you that. uh... So she also began to take credit for people not just getting off food, but using this concept for getting off drugs. Oh. (laughs) Pornography. Pornography. (laughs) She's a savior. She is. She's a savior. She's saving marriages. Yes. She's helping people parent. She's helping all kinds of things. But guess who she could not help? Her own husband. Her own husband. And so she said, hey, Chunky, you cannot be in any of my things because I think you're overweight. So at first, he kind of was around. They said that, well, yes, she would not let him in. And I'm sorry. I saw pictures of the man. Normal. He did not look obese to me. He's normal man. He did not look like. Dad bod. I mean, a dad bod. Exactly. He looks like every other dude. Yeah. But to her, I guess that was so unholy. Well, that he wasn't allowed to be a part of any of her things. No. You never saw him. Well, yes. When when Way Down went crazy and she began to see these successes with marriages and pornography and getting <laughs> off drugs, which yes. is ridiculous. Whatever. She says, you know what? I need to start a church. Mm-hmm. So she takes the Way Down people. They start a home church that eventually grows to become this huge 
mega church. Yes. And that's that's when they said like her husband was around at the beginning of that. Uh-huh. And then over the years, he she was like, no, you need to stay in the background because you need to lose a few pounds. Yeah. Because guess- also her son and her son. Well, he could sing when he was thin. Yes, or when he wasn't, then he could only sing that one song. That and then one he would get off the stage, and he had to sit on a stool. Yeah, so nobody could see. Yeah, um, but guess who Gwen decided would make the perfect pastor for for this mega church? Tarzan herself. <laughs> <laughs> Tarzan comes later, Amarellas. Stop skipping ahead. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, she's the perfect person to lead this yeah, church. She is, and also to um. To, to work for the way down, what else was required of you? To work for way down? Right. Remember, she has her way down company. Mm-hmm. And if you worked for the way down, you had to join her you church. You had to go to the church. Yes. 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 You had you to had join to go to the church. church. Yes. They were pressured. In fact, she got sued because of that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. she was forcing them to join, go to their church. Join the or church. Or heavily pressuring them right. to go to the church. Drink the Kool-Aid. Well, I mean, where else is she going to get her members? Exactly. Yeah. Of course. So at some point during Remnant Fellowship, now she's, the thing is, she's very dynamic somehow. Like she's, like the people that talked about her, like the ones that had left Remnant uh-huh. and that were there at the beginning, they talked really well about her i mean they realized they left so they know that she was cultish right but they talked about how she was a genuine person how she really loved the lord and like when i hear her talk i just see show like i just see complete there was nothing sincere enduring i mean uh endearing to me about her okay yeah now she starts off as this kind of like you said southern baptist housewife kind of look and then she goes <laughs> to what the one woman described as straight up cracked out hooker. Yes. There's she, not really another way to describe it. She looks insane. Okay. I don't understand, Misty. I don't understand how nobody just pulled her aside and said, hey, this is inappropriate. I mean, I couldn't have followed her when she was dressing normally and, and spilling out this vomit yeah. on everybody. But then once I saw the transformation into this like massive plastic surgery, massive plastic surgery, taut. she looked like she was on meth 24 mm-hmm, seven, mm-hmm. um, crazy, uh, anorexic, really anorexic looking. looking. Um, she looked like she had put on her eyeliner with her feet. <laughs> I mean, it was a hot She was mess. a lollipop head, that is for sure. A hot mess. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen somebody that is trying to act straight, but you know that they are cracked out? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she reminded me of. Yeah. She, she, it is unbelievable that she had this church, giant church full of people that giant. were taking her seriously. The other thing was, is it's actually like a, in a lot of ways, it was a real traditional church. She was very, there's a heavy emphasis on marriage. In fact, yes. a lot of people were forced to remain married until, of course, she didn't want to stay married. So well. <laughs> um, then it was okay. It's kind of like my mom. Sorry, mom. She doesn't listen. So she said, not that she got divorced. <laughs> 
about it. Don't you no, dare no, no. say a word about that woman. No, I will come no, over that's there. That's not what I mean. No, she, um, we always teased because um, she re- she grew up in a very conservative denomination, very conservative Christian, and passed that along to us. And mm-hmm. like, we weren't allowed to dance, and dancing was like kind of a sin. And, oh. and I went to a high school, or, or a Christian school, that dancing was a sin. And, um, and then, my sisters and I got married and we all had little girls and we put them in dance. Uh-huh. And then it wasn't a sin because it was the grandchildren. <laughs> and they were so cute. And I was, can I ask you a question? <laughs> did Is this the same school that you cheered at? Correct. What did y'all do? Stand still. We did not dance. We did not dance. You um, didn't do any kind of swaying? Yes. I mean, we had, that's different than dancing to music. Oh, okay. Yes. You know okay. what they say, you know, why Southern Baptists don't dance? No. Don't believe in premarital sex uh-uh. because it leads to dancing. Oh no! <laughs> well, I know yeah. as soon as me and Philip did it, I started boogieing. <laughs> so it's probably true. No, I'm kidding. Um. So yeah, I mean, we when I was a trip. First of all, my skirt was just above my knee, like in maybe an inch above my knee, possibly. Oh wow! Yeah. It okay. was I'll have to find a picture for you. There it's, were long skirts. It's a Mary Catherine Gallagher yes, type situation. Yes. And okay. I mean, we did regular cheers and we went to camp and stuff like but that. But y'all never did any like dances? Performing? Performances no. like mm-hmm. our girls do. Oh gosh, okay. no, no. Yeah. In fact, at the beginning of the school year, you, when you signed your um, student handbook, mm-hmm. there was one of the things that you agreed to was to not dance. Stop. Yeah. And like, I didn't dance. Like, it wasn't a thing for me. Like, it wasn't, mm-hmm. to me, it didn't matter because it just wasn't part of our lives. Did like, sometimes in your room, if the group really caught you and you heard like maybe some Michael Jackson, did you move a little bit? I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of a different situation than like, I, I don't know. I think my mom was just worried more about like sexual movements and sexual dancing like that. I bet you did not get to watch Dirty Dancing. Um. I did, but only because she didn't really understand where oh, I was going. Okay. Yeah. And there's a culture gap in our family and a language gap. That's my favorite so, movie. I love that movie. I saw it two or three times in the theater. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, um, it, like, for instance, and this was more when we were much younger. Right. But uh, but now my school was still super conservative. Like, I wasn't allowed to watch Solid Gold. What? <laughs> No, because of the dancing, because of the costumes. Oh yeah, like they're really tiny little outfits, and I bet you would never have been allowed to watch Dancing with the Stars. Um, probably not. No, ma'am. Although that's a different kind of dance than what my mom was talking about. No, they do that. Worried about merengue, like Elvis Presley kind of stuff. Oh, like hips down. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, it's different. And and. Listen, to be very clear, that's not where we are today. My mom is not like that. She's no. she's evolved over she's the evolved. years. She's <laughs> evolved. Haven't they all? She's evolved. She's evolved. She's awesome. But yeah, Gwen was was one of those who said, Hey, you need to stick it out. You need to be with your man. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's committed adultery. Or beat you. Or beat you. You just abuse you. keep praying and hanging on and God will restore your marriage. And then she met Joe. Y'all, Joe, Gwen meets a man, and then, as one of her ex congregants said, God came down off the throne and said, "Gwen, you can get a divorce." <laughs> <laughs> and then he went and climbed right back up on it and said, "Never mind, nobody else can but you." Um, 
Gwen well, made, as soon as she got divorced, there was a rash of divorces. Oh, there was a rash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All the women said, well, we won't divorce this We've too. We've been wanting to get divorced. And Gwen, now that Gwen did it. Because anything Gwen did... Was holy. By the way, before she met Joe and she was pastor at this church, mm-hmm. she decided to change millennia of doctrine and eliminate the Trinity. The Holy Trinity. Yes. Which is... The, the entire pretty base much the basis of our of Christianity. <laughs> she was like, "It's just not. It's just she not said, what I'm I not think." Really feeling Jesus or the Holy Spirit? Yeah, yeah. Just me and God. Yeah, and that's it. Right now, listen. This is we're not talking about Hinduism. We're not talking about Islam. We're not talking about Baha'i. We're talking about. Christianity. Straight up Christianity. When you say the Trinity doesn't exist in Christianity, you are not a Christian. Christian. (laughs) You you can't be. You aren't. There's no where there's no salvation. There's There's, no grace. There's a rejection of Jesus, which is Jesus Christ, is where we get the word Christian from. Right. I mean, you're just not a Christian anymore. But but somehow in I don't even know how do you even spin that? Well, and still that's what say I was you're say. a Christian. Somehow, in her way of speaking, in her way of uh, uh, just somehow, she convinced these people that hey, this is what I think, and she stuck to it, man. And they're but not now, dumb what that people. did was it made it, it caused lots of like Thomas Ways. Nelson Publishing yeah. totally fired her from or, or, or um, cut her from the her roster deals, of authors, yeah. and a bunch of churches were like, "We're not doing way down anymore." And yeah. That really sort of was And what a lot of separated. the church pulled out. I think she said it was like half of the church pulled out. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course, because it's one thing. You know, she's a woman leading a church, which was controversial in itself, and I'm not here to advocate for or against that. Right. But that was controversial in itself. And what's mm-hmm. interesting is for such a traditional church at the time, that was all male leadership. It was all male leadership everywhere. Right. Top to bottom, except, except for, for her. Gwen. Yeah. But she would... It was almost like she knew that she was a woman, and so she acted like a man, mm-hmm. which is why she made everybody be, and very white bread, too. Yes. Um, no diversity. No. And I think, honestly, when she did that, that was kind of her way of weeding out those who would not be her true cult followers yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah. oh and it totally did like she's she laid it down and was like you know it's kind of they all do that thing all these cult leaders do that thing they they make it seem super normal and then yeah. one day they're like hey let's all drink kool-aid and kill ourselves yes and then those who are like well yeah you're you're the one stay and the ones who are like that's crazy that doesn't make any sense leave yeah. and then they have their true followers and I think that's kind of what she was doing was going, hey, I don't believe in the Trinity anymore. I believe in me. And, yeah. and if, who's going to follow me? Right. And and I've been told this by God. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to be obedient to God, you have to be obedient, obedient to, to me. me. Right. Um, which is unbelievable. And then she meets Joe. Joe Laura. And you got to be obedient Laura. to Joe, too. Because Joe's her man. I, I, it really made me upset when I would see him on the stage of that church with a Bible, because it's so offensive to those of us that are believers. Uh-huh. Um, he was for sure playing a part. The, I don't know how they couldn't see it. 
Mm-mm. I don't know how they couldn't see it. First of all, she meets him and marries him in real short order. Oh, yeah. And real short order after her divorce. Now, let me explain to you a little bit about Joe Laura. He is, he was an up-and-coming actor back in his younger days. And even had a little TV series. Um, very handsome. Very handsome. He's He looked like one of these, like, Fabio-type cover like of a... like 1986 pornography Absolutely. Now, he doesn't meet um, Gwen until his older age. Yeah. And by this time, he still wants to hang on to these good looks. Okay. <laughs> so he looks pretty much like a living, breathing mummy. <laughs> his face does not move. Does not He's move. had so many chemicals put in it. Yes. So much work done. Healed down to the lowest layer. At one point in one of the videos, I saw him try to lift his eyebrow. <laughs> and I thought, well, his face is going to crack right in half. He used his hands. He used two <laughs> fingers and he pulled it up and he said, well, I'm, I'm curious about that. <laughs> so, y'all, he just looks plastic. Plastic. So plastic. Yeah. yeah. Now, a little bit about Joe is he did not like to work. He um, he liked playing around as an actor, right? And he had a history of not paying bills. He had a history mm-hmm. of taking advantage of people that he was with right. all the time. The women, and um, so when he met Gwen, Jackpot. it was it came at just the right time. Jackpot. At just the right time. Now, uh, just before he met Gwen, he had been in a years long relationship with a lady named Natasha, and they mm-hmm. had a little girl. They had a little girl, and so and they had never been married. They just lived together for a long time and so they mm-hmm. had this pretty little girl yeah and i can't remember how old she's got to be like 10 or 11 by now if not more i think she was around like eight or nine when they were doing this documentary okay yeah. all right so she's probably 11 or 12 yeah joe moves in with gwen gets married to gwen in mm-hmm. a quick in, in well not just a quick wedding but a decadent wedding she this wedding it was like it, it was like this woman had been planning her wedding her whole life and she was 19 years old amaryllis her facial expressions during this wedding made me so uncomfortable so uncomfortable like it was gross that dress that dress was gross that dress was gross it's her whole like having the children of the corn following behind her in white <laughs> How do you like that children's choir wearing red lipstick? (laughs) (laughs) Those little girls are seven years old. How do you like that? I'm pretty sure she has been bleaching their skin. Pretty sure. Yeah. I've never seen such white children in my life. And I'm a white person. Okay. Very. These children look chemically peeled. Chemically peeled. (laughs) With red lipstick on. Potentially. Singing hymns. Yeah. In colonial dresses. I was going to say she went back to Laura Ingalls Wilder and yes. found her a good dress. It's like she found some colonial baby ghosts and they just followed her down the aisle singing songs. Looks like they're seven years old about to get christened. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was really uncomfortable and inappropriate. And that, you know, and, and they got married in that facility that the church owns that's strictly for weddings for church people. For just church people. Yeah. Yeah. Church people. Yeah. And then one of my favorite things was after they got married, they would make these because then it became Gwen and Joe and they would make these promotional type life with Gwen and Joe. Yeah. Like promotional videos y'all 
if you are having that feeling like you need to vomit, go watch this and it'll help you get it up. Yes. Because there are things like him crawling around on the floor, chasing her upstairs. Like It's gross. And like you said, I think he used someone who was retired from the pornography business mm-hmm. to film it because it was cheesy, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah, he's he he was. It was um, so gross. He was. Oh, by the way, did we talk about he wanted to be a famous country singer? And that's right when he met Gwen. And Gwen had a recording studio. Wow. And guess what else she had? A bazillion dollars. A bazillion and a dollars plane. and a video camera to make his own country music videos. <laughs> this reminds me of Tiger King country music videos. They were about the quality what was the name of, of Tiger that song King. That we used to love at the Tiger King. Oh, uh, oh crap! We sang it in everything. Gosh, what was it? Oh my word! We'll have to go back and f- figure it out. I've got to figure it out because I'm singing it at the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm singing it at the end of this episode. You better listen all the way to the end because we're singing it at the end of this episode. I saw a tiger, yeah. <laughs> and a tiger saw me. I think, a tiger saw a man. <laughs> oh, I saw a tiger, and a tiger saw a man. I'll have to pay, pay ASCAP royalties, I'm sure, to Joe in jail. Oh, Joe. <laughs> he could use the three or four pennies from our yeah, 20s and 20s listeners. 20s and 20s, listeners. yes. Uh, okay, so so they. I think what made me the most uncomfortable is seeing them together pretend to preach the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And... He would never say anything that was of value. He would say <laughs> no. platitudes and... Platypus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he would just say, you know, basically... Just things words. like, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the Bible open. He'd just have the Bible open. <laughs> yes. And he'd be yes. like, and y'all... God helps those who help themselves. That's right. <laughs> It's so uncomfortable because they just position him as a the Lord man of God, like a yeah. wise man of God, be- just because he got married to Gwen. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, if you are not a Christian, you do not understand this, but God does not give special revelation to people, okay? No. As Christians, we believe that God's word is what he's given us. For Inherent, him. yeah. And we do have prayer and we can go back and forth with God that way, mm-hmm. but... Uh, we are not told secrets. Right. Okay. God does not tell us secrets. Right. And that's what was happening with mm-hmm. Gwen Chamberlain. God told me. And now that Joe married me, I told him. And so we're leading you. And now he knows too. Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. It made me so uncomfortable. It made me so uncomfortable. All right. Oh. So, so he had this baby and he, but he's a mega low life. Because, oh, horrible. But, and, and I don't understand why nobody research this guy why did this not raise red flags he has this little girl with this lady Mm -hmm. and they had always agreed that by the time the little girl got in kindergarten they would move back to her hometown in chicago chicago area she had family up there right she could get a job he could get a job right if his country music career had not yeah she was like you have this many years to get this thing off the ground i'm gonna let you try to live out your dream correct and if it doesn't happen buddy we got to take her to school yeah yeah got a kid now uh well the time came and he did not want to move so he married gwen no he did not marry gwen you know what he did 
he accused her of sexually molesting <sighs> this little girl. That's right. I was thinking that happened after Gwen, but no, that happened, that happened before right Gwen. before. Right before Gwen. He accused this sweet Natasha lady, whose very world is this little girl, of sexually abusing. And the police came and arrested her in front of her daughter. Can you, as a mother, imagine oh someone gosh. saying that about I, you? It gives me heart palpitations it makes thinking about it. me sick. Yeah, and he just watched that. He just said, you know, I, th- I guess yeah. she'll have to stay with mm-hmm. me and... You'll just go to jail. Of course, the court. Yeah, it wasn't very was long like, before they figured out that that was a lie. Crap. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lie. And then it wasn't long after that that he, he met Gwen. Gwen. He was a handyman <laughs> going to that church. <laughs> he was a handyman. Listen, I love he was handyman. a real. It's not. It's not. It's not a negative on them. It's just that Joe was like. He it's was like nobody because he was just trying to make it. In but the how in one day do you go from maintenance man to? The Gwen and Joe show. To leading an entire congregation in right. the words of God. Do you know how much training it takes? Our pastor has a freaking PhD. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't go from country music, semi-good country music singer, emphasis on semi. He didn't even claim to be a Christian before they got Correct. married. Correct. I don't think he was a member of a church. No. No. Correct. Oh, my goodness. He just got, he was a handyman who was, who got connected to Remnant somehow by a friend. Right. And that's where he met Gwen. And Gwen was like, I need a new face because my ex-husband was old and fat. And now I need somebody that's handsome to represent the uh-huh. way down uh, empire. And that face ain't never moving. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. And uh, so they would, uh, another thing is that we haven't touched on is they had some really awful child raising philosophies this is probably i mean there's some really gross things i mean we can talk about how she feels about people that overeat we can talk about how she feels about staying in marriage we can talk about how she feels about her kids taking over just because i guess god has grandchildren yeah and uh but i think the most egregious is this child rearing child rearing it's because guess what it killed at least two people Uh uh-huh yeah. It killed at least two people. Yeah. And probably they don't even know how many of these kids probably committed suicide because and of it. Let me tell you what I will not accept in my life is parenting advice from particular people. No. I'm just not going to. I recognize that I have made many mistakes and mm-hmm. I'm going to make many more. I mean, my kids are young, still young teenagers and a young child, but I will not take, I will not take parenting advice from a woman who says she received special revelation, Mm-mm. a woman whose hair looks like that, period. That's just a warning sign. Look, it's a red no, flag. No, ma'am. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. Yeah. I will not take advice from a woman whose um, daughter became anorexic because of the trauma of losing her own child and not being allowed to grieve. That poor girl. Can I please tell you? Oh my you. When you first see her, now this is her daughter we're talking about, her biological daughter. When you first see her, she looks like a healthy, blonde, cute little girl. By the time she's lost her baby and she's being groomed to take over this mega church, she looks like the cross between Jack Skellington's wife and Powder from the movie Powder. Is that not? Yes. I was thinking, if who had a baby, what would she? I have never seen skin so white 
a body so frail. Yeah, she was sad. The hair was like that of hay. Yes, sad. It's sad. Like she was just, she looked drained of life is what she looked like. Well, she lost her child and she was not allowed to grieve for it. And beyond that, she probably felt guilty because that was probably God's punishment for something that she did, right? She didn't lose enough weight. So then she had to be completely anorexic to be holy. Or she was obsessed with finding out who was being disobedient and caused her child to die. Oh, yeah. Because if if they had um, issues like when... When Gwen's grandchild passed away, they decided that it was definitely a punishment from God, but not on their family. Oh, no. It had to be someone within the church. So they started calling well chicks. Yeah. Calling in families and going, what have y'all done to make my grandchild die? Talk to me about your marriage. Yeah. Talk to me about your sin. It's so Scientology-like. Meanwhile, she's giving out parenting advice. I've been waiting all week to ask you this, Amaryllis. Please tell me what Nova Barnett would do if you came at her with a glue stick. <laughs> it wouldn't be good. Y'all, these people were beating their Nova kids back. with ginor- those ginormous glue sticks. What kind Have of- you ever heard of Baby Wise? Yes. It reminded me a little bit of Baby Wise. It did, because let me tell you something. I read Baby Wise. Yeah, uh, I did too. Yeah, and somebody um, told me to read it, and I read it, and I was like, mm, I'm not really feeling all that. Yeah. Um, well, Baby Wise certainly has some, you know, interesting things in it and probably some good advice occasionally. And, like, the good advice might be, you're the boss of your children, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. The bad advice is, don't do anything at all that your children ever want. No. You know, even if they're babies. And Even if they tell you they're hungry. Even if they tell you, it's not time to feed them, so do not give them food. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. so BabyWise over the years has been blamed for some abuse because it can be taken to the extreme and has just like what Gwen was saying. Oh, yeah. It can be taken to the extreme and it it, like it's psychologists and psychiatrists do not like Mm BabyWise. They do not like it. I read it when my oldest one, I was pregnant with her. And then when my youngest one came along, I kind of brought it back up but then looking on the internet i realized psychologists were like not a good pediatricians idea. were like do not do this and it reminded me of that because she kept mm-hmm. saying this is i got so angry i can't even tell I, I get so angry so often at the stupid show yeah when she had all those children around her at ch- at church Amarellis, let me pull out my notes i know exactly what you're talking about she had I... those children around her and she said god will not love you if you do not listen to your mom and dad and obey them mm-hmm. on the first time they yeah. tell you to do something. She said, and I quote, it. you cannot go to heaven if you do not obey mommy on earth and you will only live a few years and then you will go to hell. That is exactly what she said. Why did why did every single parent in that church not get up, yank your and child walk up, out the door, run out the door? That's on video. We're not even making that up. No, that that's, I think, part of her, her child-rearing series. Let me tell you, as someone who loves church and tries to obey God, mm-hmm. that is so offensive. That is so... It I, is, I can't wrap I can't, my mind around it. I can't it. wrap my mind around it either because, I mean, I have a child who 
will never do what I tell her to do on the first time. <laughs> yeah. She won't. It's her personality. And you know what? Mm-hmm. The truth is, I'm glad for it. Because as awful as it is now at her mm-hmm. age, when she becomes president of the United States and right. gets us out of the mess we're in, we're right. going to be grateful for it. Right. <laughs> and how about I don't want my child to ever not feel the freedom to question what an adult tells them to do mm-hmm. okay because question authority do you know you know what I've taught my children is you are to do what's right mm-hmm. and you are to do what God instructs us to do mm-hmm. but you don't have to do what an adult instructs you to do Always. if it is wrong if it is unsafe and if it is not what you want to do yeah you don't yeah, no, I've always told, and my mom told me this too, you can always question your teachers as long as you Absolute, do it respectfully. Respectfully, yeah. always. Always question your, you can question authority. I That's always right. tell her that. It is okay to say no. And and I know my teenager has done that. I and, mean, I know she has. Yeah, I mean, the, that kind of message of you are, you are obedient immediately and ask questions never is what gets children abused. Oh, gosh. By relatives, by teachers, by adults, because adults are authority. And you're never supposed to question. Now we're not just... But now we're not just talking about that kind of abuse, like the potential for that kind of abuse. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about spiritual abuse. Right. Because now you're going to spend the rest of your life with that in your head. Well, (laughs) well, you know, she took away the Trinity. So she took away grace. Yeah, yeah. She took away forgiveness. Yeah. She took away everlasting love. And she has this special message from God Mm -hmm. that only she has. Yeah. If you don't obey us on the first time. Oh, and it's not just obey your parents because now your parents are under her authority because they go to the Remnant Fellowship Church. Right. So it's obeying Gwen. It's obeying all the elders. It's mm-hmm. obeying all these men, dozens of men that are in leadership mm-hmm. uh, on the first try. And even to the point that they're told to obey other families within the church. Yeah. Okay. It takes a village. This one woman, did, do you remember her that said that she left her children with... <gasps> Girl, that got me so hot. She said she left her children with another family from Remnant over the weekend or something. And by the time she picked them up, she could tell that they had been physically punished, beat down down, to the point that they were like, Mommy, may we carry your bags (laughs) like little robots? (laughs) And I thought to myself, Amaryllis, if I entrusted, which I never do, If I entrusted my children with someone, I don't care who it was. I don't care if it was my best friend for all of my life. And I got there and she said to me, I had to whoop up on your kid this weekend. No. Girl, it would take all of Pelham Police Department and the fire department to hold me back from beating her tail. Yeah. Okay. It would not be a good thing. You don't touch somebody else's kid Mm -mm. ever. No. I just, it blew my mind. Yeah. And then on top of that, she not only is sending this message to these children, but she's sending it out to the parents and how they're instructed to discipline yeah. to the point that, like we said, kids died. Yeah. And one of these families that it affected, and it's one of the children that died, mm-hmm. there is before the child dies. There's um, this cassette series, 
And it's these women calling in and saying, thank you so much for your help. Like you've changed our lives with all of this knowledge and your wisdom and da da. And so this like mother. courtship guy. You have such yeah, great wisdom. That's right. This mother of this child calls in and says, Gwen, I just want to thank you. Like you've totally changed our lives. What was the little boy's name? Oh, oh Jack. Jack. Um, yeah. I only have Jack Skellington in my notes. Joseph. Joseph. Um, Joseph was so out of control, and we did what you said, and we spanked him multiple times on the back of his thighs with a glue stick, and then we put him in his room from Saturday, oh, Friday until Monday with no furniture, nothing in his room, just his Bible, and locked him in. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, And, and she was celebrated for it. Good job. She said, praise God. Now, did you also understand that to mean she locked him in there and did not let him out? Correct. So. Bathroom in there. Bathroom in there. Mm -hmm. Food. Probably no food, if I had to guess, because the way down, because, you know. Yeah. No, can't can't let him get fat. Can't let him get fat. Mm -mm. So. He's eight. He's eight. Yeah. They basically physically abused their child and held him captive for four days and they celebrated her for this after beating him with a glue stick Mm -hmm. yeah that was the go-to is the glue stick have you tried a glue stick have you tried the glue stick yeah which Gwen categorically denied she said it got taken out of context except about three different people talked about glue sticks how did that get oh she said the whole that that whole tape had been um Oh, yes, spliced and... Spliced and diced. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I did not, Gwen. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I did not say that. You don't know that I said that. Yeah. Now, same little Joseph, a few months down the road, is in church with his parents, and he is causing a ruckus, as children do, okay? And from what I could tell from this documentary and the way they talked about him, the child obviously already had some type of either neurologic disorder some you know uh defiance disorder something going on he had something mentally going on that was neurodivergent they call it right neurodivergent that he was not in control of okay so that was very clear very clear so they take him to church and he is acting up as kids do and being loud and whatever so they decide to lock him in a wicker basket trunk trunk okay yeah it looks like a I mean, it's not even very big. No, it's tiny. It's tiny. I don't even know how that... They had to have folded him up to get him in there. I don't know how they got him in. Closed the lid, and every time he would pop his head out of the lid, they would smack him in the head and smash the lid. With the lid. With the lid. Smash the lid down. Like a jack-in-the-box. Right. Smash the lid down on his head. Well, eventually, he stopped coming out of the box. And... When the show was over, they were like, we should probably check on him. When the show was over, (laughs) then they let him out of the box and he was dead non-responsive yep. non-responsive yeah and they said dead. by the time they got him to the emergency room that the only places that he did not have either old or new injuries was either on the palms of his hands and the soles of his feet well at church he the dad had told the child care worker when he wasn't behaving to just go beat him and told the other children to hit him just beat him up yeah and she thought he was kidding and then she realized no he Really, and she said, "I'm not, I'm not doing that." Mm-hmm. So he went and did it for her. Yeah, 
And one of the other little girls that went to church with him said, we were told that if Joseph acted up around us, we were to hit him. I, I don't understand that. I don't know why somebody doesn't speak up. I, I don't understand that. And of course, being like, if he's on the spectrum, if he's got a, a OCD or OCC or mm-hmm. anything, that's not of God. Oh, so well, you can't no. do that. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's whatever he's got, quote unquote, it's is a punishment. straight from the devil. Yeah. Well, it's, it's punishment. Yes, that's true. Punishment or from the devil. Emeralds, can you imagine what I've done with my two? What t- did you do, Misty? I have two on the spectrum. So <laughs> can y'all even imagine what kind of evil I am? What were you and Philip doing? <laughs> and I've got Avery. She's in a worse. <laughs> she's just a butthole sometimes it, so. it, it doesn't compute in my brain Mm-mm. i mean i have listen i no. i just i've told my girls and i'm sure you tell your children you could be shooting puppies in the middle of the street mm-hmm. um and i i wouldn't care mm-hmm. I, not that i wouldn't care i would still love you i would still help you oh I would yeah still do what i need to do yeah to make you successful in life you oh know? yeah I would do whatever. So it doesn't compute to me. Yeah. I tell my kids, there's nothing you could ever do to make me love you less. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, I, not that I would condone it. Not I, that I would celebrate it. Sure. But the way that God loves us. Yeah. And the way that he forgives us and yeah. wants to make us better than we are. That's the way we should love our kids. So I guess I just don't, that's why I just don't understand how a parent could say, maybe they feel like that is loving them, is disciplining them. I mean, don't get me wrong. I believe in discipline. Okay. Well, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking this about is abuse. A, a abuse. Right, yeah, this is abuse. That has spilled over into abuse. And they have labeled it. Discipline. Godly discipline. Godly yeah. discipline. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Spare the rod, spoil the child, spoil the child. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it just doesn't compute to me. So um, after the whole murder of a child thing, things kind of got a little less um, great for the remnant church. And you <laughs> you start to see Gwen kind of backing out. When the firm beliefs got questioned, that's what they called them, the firm beliefs. Right. The children. You, you see Gwen starting to try to kind of back out and start pushing her older children to the forefront. Yeah. Because they kind of need a new face. Yes. And Gwen's yeah. is melting away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems. Yeah, it's, it's a little waxy. Not that hair. It's a little waxy. No, that hair. Hair's never, no, that hair's flammable. That hair's never been higher. It has never been higher, and it is highly flammable. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of wired ribbon that you use at Christmas. It's, yes, that mesh. Yeah, like you could almost yeah. form it into whatever yeah. shape oh, yeah. you wanted. Yeah. Well, she did. She, she did. absolutely did. She did. Yeah. Uh, like if she had wanted to do that, that Cindy Lou. Lou um, who? Like the crazy? Yeah. <laughs> like she yeah. could have done that. Oh, yeah. 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 I, it really, you just have to look at a picture. I mean, you can just go on our Facebook page and look at it. Or just, There's no way we by can By the way, this is streaming it. on HBO Max. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but the very last scene was to be continued. And in the spring, there's supposed to be two more episodes. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about I'm that excited too. About that. Uh, yeah. So the kids kind of come to the forefront. Now, how uncanny is it that really skinny one, the the old, I guess she's the older one, 
the daughter. Because there's a daughter and a son. They're both married. That's Mrs. Skellington. Mrs. Skellington, yes. 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 She, um, she's uncannily a lot like Wynn. Very much The way much they talk so. yeah. is she, she can speak just like her. And spoiler alert, Joe and Gwen are killed in a... A plane accident. Plane crash, yes. They were headed to a Trump rally. That Joe is the um, pilot of. And Joe was not supposed to be the pilot of. Mm-hmm. Not licensed. Not licensed. Not licensed. Lost his medical... He had, he had to have like a medical license to... Not like an MD, but you have to like pass your medical test. Right, or whatever to, yeah. To pilot, and he did not have one on file. Mm-mm-mm. So, But he was flying it anyway. Well, because um, probably God told him to. Probably God told Gwen, and Gwen told and him. And Gwen told yeah, him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what's interesting is that plane took off, and it crashed right away. Yeah. So it was just like, whoop, just get, bam. Whoop. Yeah. Because it took off, and it went right back down. It wasn't like they were in the air going. Yeah. Or it, they crashed right there where they took off. I'm going to say Joe was not a skilled pilot. Joe was not. <laughs> his, I'm going to say Joe's pilot skills were about like his singing skills. Seven members of that church were killed, killed. on that airplane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven members, including Gwen and Joe. Right. And Hannah, the daughters, not Hannah, that's not her name, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Hannah is her last name. Uh-huh. Her husband yeah. was killed. And uh, then seven other, or five, four other people mm-hmm. were killed. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of people from yeah. one church. Can you imagine? No. I can't imagine that. The, the grief. Cause well, they're not, they're not allowed to grieve. They're not allowed to grieve. Mm-mm. And obviously somebody did something. Yeah. And like two or three days later, good old Gwen's daughter was on stage saying, I'll take the mantle. Oh. It's like she planned this whole thing. Yeah. She was like, I I'll got take it. take the mantle. Don't worry. Yeah. Now, I don't know where the son is. The son doesn't want anything more than to leave that church, but he feels obligated to stay. To stay, yeah. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what happens moving forward. But I guess the best thing for Joe's daughter probably, you know, sadly, was that he was killed in this accident. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, mom just no longer has to fight this. The daughter didn't like going over there because she wasn't allowed to do anything. Right. Well, and she was probably being beaten. If I had Beaten, to guess, not allowed to do anything except for the confines of that church. Right. And it's just, she really was this cult leader in the middle of this high end area that's covered in churches. Yeah. Like regular, good old, good old Southern, Southern Baptist, Baptist churches, Presbyterian, Methodist churches. And then you got Remnant Fellowship that she just decided to build. Yeah. And just out of nowhere. And I don't know if y'all have been told, but that's the only church going to heaven. So, oh, that's right. Get your membership card while you can. That's right. Well, that comes from her Church of Christ beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, the Church of Christ, and I'm I'm not an expert on this, but as near as I can tell, that denomination um, believes that they're the Church of Christ. Like that's why they're called that, and that their membership in the Church of Christ is what's required for entry into heaven. Oh, okay. So, and it's a very traditional, very male centric. Mm -hmm. um, But, you know, you have Gwen's personality and her leadership abilities, and she just happens to be a woman. So she's just like, well, take the reins. Here we are. I'm just going to do it. Of course. It's impressive, really. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. I think I'm so much more charismatic and, and better looking than Gwen. Why don't we have more listeners? Well, we have 20s and 20, 20, 
20s and 20s 20s and 20s <laughs> yes i want hundreds and hundreds i would like hundreds and hundreds. what have i gotta do what do, you know what maybe we should tease our hair i'm gonna tease my hair and stack heels hooker boots stack yes mm-hmm. short skirts yes low cut shirts and preach from the stage can i give your children can i give you some botox <laughs> you don't need it so it's gonna just freeze your face up you're yeah, not going to take it if it means we will get one new listener missing. You're not going to be able to close your eyes when I'm done. Oh. <laughs> but if it'll get I've us got too much to do anyway, if, if it'll get us me. one more on the dock listener, I'll do it for you. What can we do? We've got to figure out. We've got to figure it out. We want to get to 30s and 30s of listeners. Y'all send us your suggestions on what do we need to start a cult? I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm not starting fact. a cult. I'm too tired. Listen, fun fact. Our episode from last, not last week, it was like two weeks ago, whenever it was, mm-hmm. is our highest listened to episode ever. Lula Rich. Thank you, Lula Thank Rowe. you, Lula Rowe. Thank you, Mark and Deanne Steele. Wow. I mean, people love to hear I think about we d- Lula I Rowe. think we doubled our listens. Uh, no, we tripled our listens. Tripled? Yeah. Yeah, we tripled our listens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to everybody who's listened. Yes. Please, please, now, please. I will say this, Misty. I haven't even told you this. Amaryllis. <laughs> Uh, I will check our reviews on iTunes. If you tell me we got a less than five star rating. We got, we have 42 reviews. Okay. Okay. One of them is a four star review and the rest of them are five. No, that's not true. One of them is a four star review. Mm -hmm. Uh, almost all of them are five star reviews. And then somebody gave us a one star. (laughs) (laughs) I've been crying about it all week. (laughs) <laughs> what did they say they didn't say anything they just they just it. hit once i think yeah. they had a seizure <laughs> that cannot the only explanation that cannot can we rebuttal that well no they didn't write a review they rated it did i say review I that's what i'm saying like i think that sh- the only explanation for that is a mistake yeah. or a seizure a seizure and their yeah. finger slip. Just a fl- uh, right, a slip of the finger, a slip of the finger. Can we not rebut that? No, because they didn't write anything. All they did was they, I can't tell who it is that's doing that. So I can tell to- you exactly who it was. Oh gosh, <laughs> I can. Deanne Statham. Deanne Statham. Deanne, if you're listening, if you give us one more one star review. <laughs> I'm, we will do another episode. I'll do another room. episode, and I'll do it live on camera in a moldy pair of leggings. <laughs> you just try me. I am devastated, Amarilla. <laughs> said, "Why have you told me this on air?" I forgot. Oh my gosh, y'all! I'm shocked. I didn't even know this. I've been basking in the glow <laughs> of our triple listens, no, and now this downfall. <laughs> Goodness. It certainly could be somebody that is from LuLaRoe that listened to us and maybe didn't like it. Amaryllis, it could be one of my own personal enemies. <laughs> you have many. Of which there are many. You have many. Could it be somebody from our local board of education? <laughs> could it be someone from the local high school? I don't know. <laughs> one of our children's we, friends. <laughs> we don't know what is happening, Okay. like to say we're drama free but the truth is we are not could i please ask y'all as my christmas gift this year if you would only 
if you will leave a five-star review and a good comment, will you go on and rate and review us? Yes. With, you can do it on iTunes or Facebook or, you know what, both. Or both. Um, if it's anything less than five stars, lose my number. <laughs> How about that? Hey, listen, I'm just looking on Facebook right now. My friend says to me, hey, you know that me and these other two friends of mine were two of the last people to see Gwen and Joe alive. What? <laughs> she said they even have a picture. Stop! I'm going to get them to give me that picture. We're putting that on I Instagram. I don't know the story. I don't know the story. What? So shout out to my friend JT. JT? And Mindy. Do we need to do an and interview? shout out to my friend Hayes who listens. She's one of... The, I wish she'd have brought Hayes? this up before. Yes, Hayes, sweet lady. Yeah. She and uh, she and JT and Mindy apparently were among the last people to see the Shamblins Stop alive. Stop it. Or the Laras, not the Shamblins, the Laras alive. Y'all, we have so many new listeners. Just thank you so much for supporting us. And we love this nonsense. If y'all would just go on and start sending us a monthly donation, <laughs> we could really get this really- thing off the ground. <laughs> But we've Listen, not. It res- could be as little as thirty six hundred dollars a month. If you could just Venmo me directly, <laughs> I would really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. What are we going to do next time? We have so many to pick from, y'all. We've I've watched at least four documentaries me too. in the last two days. Yeah. And they're so good. I really want to do that buried one. Which one? The buried one. Buried, okay. About the woman who yeah. had the yeah. memories. I'm yeah. not going to give it away. There's that one with Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy, And I yes. feel like I just saw, oh, I just saw one about the um, OxyContin epidemic. <gasps> yes. Did you see that? Yes. 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 I got a lot to say about that. I do too. Hey, guess what? We're not going to tell you what we're going to do next because then you have to listen. Exactly. And you have to keep up with us on our facebook page that's right and, and i don't know if you know this but if you don't write and review we're gonna fall out of your feed that's a new thing on um podcast that sounds like a plan <laughs> <laughs> i think it's really late now and it's time to go okay <laughs> i gotta go to bed i'll see you later bye